shout out to Claritin for supporting this episode and providing us with samples. Every single spring, that first day that I walk outside and I see that yellow dust all over my truck, I'm like, that is Satan's dandruff. It destroys me. I legitimately can't go outside for longer than three minutes because my eyes get swollen, my eyes get puffy, my nose gets congested, and I just simply can't breathe. Luckily for those of us who live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin clear with Claritin D. Designed for serious allergy sufferers, Claritin D has two powerful ingredients in just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so that you can breathe better. This double action combination of prescription strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, an itchy nose and throat and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. When I started taking Claritin D about two months ago, I can finally get back outside and play pickleball again, which is what I love to do, but I couldn't do it because my allergies were so bad. Claritin D has legitimately allowed me to go outside again, ready to live life as if you don't have allergies. It's time to live Claritin clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. Use as directed. Hey, hey, hey. Hey. You know what? Men, women, and children, hope is in the building. Hey. What is going on, Human Hope Familia? Welcome to episode, uh oh, <laughs> 129. I, I, I can't ever remember what episode we're on. Men, women, and children, hope is in the building. Do you guys remember when I used to uh, introduce the podcast as if we were however many years old as the episode? So I was like, you know, we're 29 years old. We're 24 years old. We're 72. I mean, we're now, we're now like creeping up on like Moses biblical time age here. I mean, we're up there. 129. Is there any significance to the number 129? Anybody? Anybody know? What's going on, fam? Carlos Enrique Whittaker Guzman Chibocabeo here. I'm so grateful that you've tuned in to another episode of Human Hope. I'm really, 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 really excited about this series that we're starting today. Sorry, we're starting a new series. Uh, y'all like the series. Y'all like the series is, is it series is you, you like them. You know, when we're in a series, you, I feel like you are all very focused and I feel like I'm really focused too. And I feel like this one, this is the one you didn't ask for, that you didn't know you needed, that you need, and that you're going to ask for more of. Oh, man, that was a lot of, a lot of all that. Also, can I just say something? Some people are like, Carlos, like, you don't, you know, you know you're, you're not Instagramming enough lately. You're not, I, look, I got things to do. But secondly, and y'all understand this if you're listening to the podcast, I talk to you for an hour a week on this podcast. Okay. I mean, maybe sometimes 30 minutes, but like, you know, uh, every day on my Instagram, it's like two minutes, four minutes max. 
Okay, maybe someday's 10. But this is where you need to come if you really want me to unpack what I'm thinking. And boy, am I thinking about the middle of life right now. I am in the middle. I am, I'm almost, no, it's about, I'm one month into my 50s. And can I tell you some stuff that I've realized? I got my AARP membership application in the mail yesterday. And if I would have gotten that in the mail a month ago versus yesterday, I probably would have had a different reaction. Why? Well, because I would have been like frustrated that I'm 50. I would have been like, gosh, you know, like I, I just, I'm trying to have a good attitude, but like, I can't believe I'm getting so freaking old. And then I talked to Mimi. Then I talked to Mimi. Who's Mimi? You may be asking yourself. Oh, Mimi is just going to be your favorite human being on planet earth. Now, let me tell you, we're going to talk to Mimi today. And Mimi literally changed my life and my viewpoint on aging. This isn't going to be an aging series. Okay. I actually don't even know what we're calling the series yet. Like I asked Whitney this morning, she had some good ideas. You'll know by the time we launch the podcast because it'll be in the description. But, you know, initially I was like, let's talk about, you know, let's talk to some older people than me. Let's start 10 years older, then go 20, then go 30. And, you know, initially it was like the old people series. <laughs> but then I was like, once I'm, once I start talking to people 10 years older than me, I'm like, wait a second. No, like I want to be them because their viewpoint, their views on life and what they're pulling off in life is what I want to be doing now. It's so cool. So this series is for those of you who may think it's too late. Oh, you know what, Carlos? Like I wanted to be an actress, but I'm 32. It's too late. No, it's not. Oh, you know what, Carlos? I wanted to write my first uh, novel, but I'm 65. It's too late. No, it's not. Oh, you know what, Carlos? Like I wanted to become a professional athlete in fill in the blank. I'm 24. It's too late. No, it's not. It's never too late. And that's what this series is about. I have gotten some people that are going to inspire the freaking heck out of you because they've inspired me. And um, they're going to give us some incredible wisdom over the next few weeks. So listen, I need to let you know it's not too late and you're going to feel like you can bust through a freaking wall when you're done with this. Now, back to my thought on aging itself and Mimi. When I, when I talked to Mimi, I realized something very quickly and she's going to talk about this. But I realized that if I'm not getting old, I'm dead, <laughs> right? And so, you know, if people are like, you know, I had some friends of mine that when I turned 50, like, oh my gosh, you're so old. I'm like, yes, congratulations to me. Why in the world would you be dissing that? Because if you don't want to get old, then that just means you're going to be dead. And I think we want to live. And so I'm so, I just have this new gratitude. Not only do I have new gratitude, but let's just talk about the stuff that Mimi's going to be leaning into. Okay. I, everything in me wants to talk about the golden bachelor right now. <laughs> everything. Maybe we'll have a, like its own podcast episode. Maybe I can get Gary, Jerry, Jerry, Gary on the podcast. Does anybody know the golden bachelor? Can we get him on the podcast? Because he is, I want to protect him at all costs. He deserves to, he's a national treasure. And uh, anyway, I've got thoughts. Me and my daughter are watching The Golden Bachelor and we love it. But it, listen, here, here's the thing about Mimi. Let me let you know about Mimi. Mimi, Mimi, mi amiga, Mimi. And her last name is Ison. Mimi is a pro-age movement motivator. 
Well, come on. Pro-age. She's a blogger and she's an anti-ageism advocate. She's 60 years old and she's a health and fitness enthusiast who crushes age stereotypes on Instagram. And her Instagram handle is, and I've posted her before, her Instagram is at Hey Middle Age. She writes about midlife on her blog, heymiddleage.com. Her happy place is the boxing gym where she started training at 50. I'm 50. She's now 60. Maybe I need to get boxing. And the first time I, I saw her on, it was TikTok or Instagram, she was like hip hop dancing. And I was like, okay, wait a second. Who is this amazing woman? Her name's Mimi. And Mimi is going to inspire us today in ways that you didn't know. So listen, I don't care if you're 20. I don't care if you're 10. I don't care if you're 30. I don't care if you're 100. What she has to say literally could change all of your lives, ladies and gentlemen. Sit back, stand up, do whatever you need to do. But get ready to realize that it is not too late. It is never too late. Mimi, welcome to Human Hope. Okay, Human Hope family, I'm here with Mimi Eisen, who you don't know this yet, and I didn't know this, but she like in a matter of, I was probably 30 seconds became one of my favorite human beings on planet earth. When I stumbled upon this video that she'd created that I think had gone a little bit viral. And I just saw this badass woman. I can't, I think you were dancing. I can't remember what it was, but I remember thinking, <laughs> okay, whatever she has, I want it. And so I basically stalked her, DM'd her, and I was like, oh my gosh, I'm a big fan now. I'm your number one fan. Will you please be my friend? And so I forced her hand into being my friend, being on my podcast. Mimi, say hello to the Human Hope family. Hello, hello, hello. Okay, Carlos, so, oh golly, I remember that day because <laughs> you were in an airport, I believe, and you had okay. messaged me. You were in an airport and you were traveling, you know, doing your thing, traveling around course, all over the doing place. Of thing doing your thing and you sent me a message and I saw your name and I went, oh, because I knew who you were. I had oh. been listening to your podcast. I had been following you and you were kind of like the first, I think you have a blue check mark, right? Oh yeah. Yep, like the yep, check. Yep, yep. And I think you were the, could pay for them. That's right. And you were the first blue check mark to message me. And I went, oh, Wow. And you wrote something to the effect of, um, I'm in this airport, I'm scrolling, I see you. Watching you made me, is, is I, I'm going to go, I'm going to go re-sign up for my gym. That's yes, what you wrote yes, to me. Yes, and I did. I literally <laughs> did because of you. I, I did. I, I was like, what, what am I doing with my life? Like, what am I doing? And uh, yes, so I don't, I don't remember I was in an airport, but that is 99% yeah. where I'm normally at anyway. So of course oh, I was well, in I an remember. airport. I remember because oh, yeah. it was a big deal. It was a big deal. <laughs> I'm telling you. That is so cool. I, well, listen, I, I guess I didn't know that you were part of the Insta Familia before I became a fan of yours. I was. So, you know, but now I'm in Mimi Familia. <laughs> is what, what I'm just going to call it, the, the Mimi Familia. So okay. I'm so good. So listen, you know, yeah. I've asked you to come on here because yeah, yes, you're inspiring, but not only for maybe the reasons why people you know, may follow you on Instagram. Like I, I've right. as much digging as I've been able to do, you know, with you, you just have a very, I, I feel like a very positive outlook on life that it really affects many generations, not just, not just a generation, you know, that, that may be in the same generation as you or as me, but the more I dug into what I wanted to talk about today, the more I realized, gosh, mm -hmm. you know, th there are, 
there are 20 year olds that think they missed the boat because they didn't do something when they were 18. There's 35 year olds that think uh, that they've missed the boat because they didn't do something when they were 20. There's 45 year olds that are like, Oh my God. I mean, this is the end. I can't, you know, and I just thought Mimi is such a great voice to lean into people and let them to start dream again. Let them, let them start dreaming again and taking hold on the beautiful days that we have left. And so, yeah, here, here I sit, what I want, where I want to start, because I, if we don't start like jumping in, I want these conversations to be digestible, but I also want to talk to you for 15 hours. So I'm going to try <laughs> to get to the point here. T- tell us a little bit about, about kind of the season that you're in is, yeah. and the influence that you've suddenly been given and what you're trying to do with the influence that you have right now. Okay. So first I'm going to tell you that my nature is not super positive. Wow. It's really not. It's really not. And that might, you know, if, if anybody follows me, that might surprise some people because, yeah. and I, I'm going to bring this back to something that I've learned as I've gotten older. So okay. as a younger person, I have always been a real overthinker, like to the max, right? And oh, when wow. you overthink, okay. when you overthink and overthink, you look at, you know, every possibility. Let's do this. Well, you know, all these things can go wrong. No, it's too inconvenient. Oh, it's, you know, all the things. Yeah. And that kept me from doing a lot of things growing up. I've passed up uh-huh. a lot of opportunities and wasted time and all these things as a, as a younger person. And... I feel like when I was in my mid-50s, that turned around for me. And if you're in the middle-aged space and you talk to people who are over 50 or 60 or whatever, you know, you'll hear a lot of common responses about getting older, that they start to not care so much what people think. They start to kind of have this freedom for themselves. And it kind of loosens you up. And that's what happened to me. Like, Mm. I just got, Mm -hmm. everything just got loose. It just got loose. loose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think part of, yeah, part of it is, I say this a lot, is at a certain point you realize, oh, the runway ahead of you is shorter than behind you. And that is just, you know, depending on how you look at it and what you do with it, it could be, you know, could really bring you down. Or you can say, okay, let's go. Whatever time I have ahead of me, let's go. I'm past halftime, I'm in third quarter, I'm in the third act, whatever it is that you want to call it. Yeah. And so it's really interesting because, you know, you hear it a lot, like somebody who's younger. Oh, it's exactly what you said. Oh, I didn't do that by this or that age. It's too late for me. You know, and you hear people who are pretty young saying these things. And I think that happens just because of all the sort of negative uh, stereotypes and beliefs around aging. It really Mm. comes back to that. And that's baked into us. And we start to learn about that when we're really young. And we have, yeah, right. And we, we embrace youth and there's nothing wrong with youth, nothing wrong with, you know, younger people, older people, but you know, we do have this belief around what it means to be old, what mm. it feels like to be older, how you're uh, perceived when you're older. And I yeah. think where I'm at is I'm finding out that those things are not true. A lot of them wow. are not true. And you do it through experience and you do it through the thing really happening to you at whatever age you mm-hmm. are. And it's from me learning from other people my age and people who are older, 
It's great yeah. to have interaction with people who are older because you will see those stereotypes and things just busted, busted, wow. broken to the ground. Wow. And so I'm here to help. I'm here to help, you know, I don't know, reframe that, 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 that yeah. word gets a little bit cliche, a little bit tiring, but some of it is reframing and just seeing things uh-huh. from a, a different point of view. Because I, I know, I know, I know it's affecting some people because I do get messages from people who say, oh, wow, you know, okay, maybe I can do that. <laughs> yeah. You know what? I'm going to try Absolutely. that. You know? Absolutely. What, what are some things, Mimi, you said very specifically, mm-hmm. some things that you were taught and that you mm-hmm. learned about growing old that you in your fifties and now, mm-hmm. now I think you just turned 60 yes. recently yes. that you, that you were like, well, wait a second. That's not true. Like what, what are some of those things that, that you realize have not been true about getting older? Well, I can remember very specifically when I turned 50, I was, I was still deep into all these kinds of beliefs, really yeah. believing, okay, I'm, I'm running out. I'm really running out of time. Like mm. I'm, I'm only going to f- feel this way for so long. I'm going to look this way for so long. And it's just all going to go away. It's all going to go downhill. Mm. I really, really believe that because I was very intentional when I was 50 thinking, okay, I better get on it. I better stop waiting. Yeah. But then as the years went by, I'm just going to use like the physicality piece as an example. Sure. So I do a lot of physical stuff. Uh fitness things. And, you know, that's fun for me. And so I never thought of age as it just like wasn't a factor if I wanted to start or do something. I don't Mm -hmm. know. You know, it just, it just didn't uh, occur to me, I guess. So I started adult ballet when I was 40 and I did that for 10 years. I started boxing and and ballet is very hard, very hard. Um, And then I started, you know, boxing classes when I was 50, but I didn't think, okay, I'm 50. I better not I don't think I can do this or better not do this. I just, mm-hmm. I just didn't do that. I just thought, okay, well, you know, do I have the stamina for it? Do I have the strength yeah. for it? Do, do I have the conditioning for it? And if I don't, you know, maybe I can build, build up, build it up and do wow. it. And that's what I've done. So I try to not make age like the number one thing or the number two thing, or even the number eight thing, because I'm not saying yeah. it doesn't matter. Certainly age matters, right? right. right? It Absolutely. definitely matters. But I don't look at it as the first thing. Mm, I think huge. that's helpful. That is very helpful. Yeah. So many people do look at it as the very first thing. And yeah. you know, it has it has been baked into our society. You know, it you know, I, I think, you know, if I look back at I think the reverence maybe 300, 500 years mm-hmm. ago that people had for the aging and it, that's gone. Like, like it, yeah. it, it like disappeared and there used to be, it was the opposite of being forgotten. It was almost like the older someone got, the more they were treasured and the more, but we've, you know, and this could be a whole other conversation, but I feel right. like society has, has gotten so individualized and in, individualistic that we, we're forgetting some of the, some of these walking saints that are, that are literally walking around us. I think, yeah. I think you are helping people, like you said, reframe some of those yeah. things about aging in their mind. I mean, some of that is logical, right? So sure. years ago, we needed the stories and we needed the guidance and we needed the information. Mm. And now yeah. it's all in our hands, wow. right? We can find all of that. 
Wow. And I think that's wow. like a big shift. Wow. You, you, you can look it all up. I don't think that's entirely yeah. true because, you know, we still need the stories, right? We still Absolutely. need that perspective and understanding. Yeah. But I think that's a big part yeah. of it. Our next partner is Athletic Greens. I take AG1 literally every single day. Even last week when I was in Montana, I just walk out the door. It's 37 degrees. I got my hoodie on and I got my AG1 in my right hand. I just dumped it in a little bit of water. And you know what that does for me? It does tons for me because it's got so many great things inside of it. 75 vitamins, minerals, and whole food sourced ingredients of the highest quality. So listen, if you're trying to get your gut health better, if you're just trying, if you are nearing the top of the hill and you're starting to roll over the backside like me, I'm 50, right? I need to make sure that I am putting the good stuff in my body. And that is why I take AG1 every single day. So this is what I want you to do. It's so cool. It gets delivered to me every month and it can get delivered to you. How you make that happen is you go to athleticgreens.com slash human hope. Okay. If you're looking for an easier way to take supplements, Athletic Greens is giving you a free one year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs, which is what I used in Montana. With your first purchase, go to athleticgreens.com slash human hope. That's athleticgreens.com slash human hope. Check it out. It is time for Carlitos to tell you about his favorite vitamin that he takes because it's kids' vitamins. That's right. Can you fathom that me at 50 years old is taking kids' vitamins? That's right. Because I love them. They taste absolutely incredible. What I love about Haya is that they don't have all that typical gummy candy junk that is in there. I appreciate my parents giving me Fred Flintstone because I used to love when I take my Flintstone vitamins when I was a kid. But guess what? They were filled with tons of sugar. Haya is made with zero sugar, zero gummy junk, and it tastes great and it's perfect for picky eaters. It is essential that our kids are getting the nutritional supplements and the vitamins that they need. And here's the thing. I know not all of us have all the time in our schedule to be able to cook them like raw organic food from our own farms and gardens. No. So since we can't do that, give them a little bit of Haya. Okay. Haya. So we've worked out a special deal with Haya for their best-selling children's vitamins. Receive 50% off your first order. To claim, you got to go to HayaHealth.com slash Human Hope. This deal is not available on the regular website. Go to H-I-Y-A-H-E-A-L-T-H.com slash Human Hope and get your kids the full body nourishment they need to grow into healthy adults. I've actually never thought of that, but I, I do think that, gosh, you know, especially my dad, you know, and, and I've talked mm -hmm. to you about this, you know, as mm -hmm. he's, as he's f fading with dementia, Yeah, I made sure three, three or four years ago, like I put up a camera in front of him and I just mm -hmm. said, all right, start at the beginning and I hit record, like j just tell me yeah. the stories, you know, what, what are they? And I, you know, would, would get them out of him. And yes, you know, so here I am at 50. So like I just turned 50 <laughs> years old. I, and I think when, when I found your page, you know, I, I, I was 49, 48. I, I just was like, oh my gosh, this is somebody that is 
you know, looking at aging, not negatively. And I had honestly up until I think it was up until I started following you started, you know, I would lean into all of those attitudes that people had of like, when people would compliment me, cause it feels good. Oh, you don't look 49 years old. You look like you're in your thirties. <laughs> right. And I was like, yeah. Oh really? That's awesome. Yes. Yeah. I look like I'm in my thirties, but then I'm like, well, wait a second. Like, why can't this be what 50 looks like? Why can't, th- right. why can't I be proud of being 50? Talk to us a little bit about maybe, maybe some of the yeah. accidental ageism that, that takes place, not only by those that are growing old, but those that maybe are even trying to do good by, by those right. that are aging, which we all are. I was just like you. Oh yeah. If somebody said, oh, you know, you look this or that for your age. I thought, oh my gosh, you're, you're my new best friend. Like yeah. I loved it. I totally understand. But you know, over the years I've learned that that, that actually is not a compliment because it's adding a mm. qualifier, right? Oh, you look yes. because of this qualifier, whether it's your age or you belong to a particular group or your certain size or whatever it is. And that's just wrong. But it's kind right. of interesting because people don't have, I mean, a lot of people just don't understand that that's perceived to be problematic yeah. these days. And a lot of that is just, again, this belief system we have around what aging represents and what it means. And it's usually all negative. And the thing right. is, when we're younger, we're more alike when we're younger. I mean, think about it. We're age segregated in school. Uh-huh. Right, we're kind of developing, kind of around, you know, similar time, and then as you get older, we get more different from each other. Even think about all the people you know, Carlos, from everywhere. Right, we get more different as we get older, but that's not how we're represented, right? Whether it's yes. in in the media, in marketing, and in, in in the workplace, it's it's problematic, and yep. we start to be seen as sort of one big lump, right? We're yeah. uh, we're weak yep. and we're frail and we're slow and we're digital dum dums <laughs> and we're you know, <laughs> totally. and in my experience, it's really not true. I'm in groups with you know pretty much women, yep, most over over fifty, and they span okay. many many decades. And the women I know uh, don't fit into any of those stereotypes. Wow, they're all doing their thing. They're you know, starting new jobs, they're falling in love, they're spending time with, you know, people in their community, they're contributing, they're active, they're, yeah. I mean, those are the, those yeah. are the people I know. Now, I'm not saying that yeah. that's everyone. And I know that sure. getting older can be hard in a lot of ways. I mean, for sure, your body's changing, for sure, for sure. Yeah. You know, I'm not denying any of that stuff. And I do try to stay as positive as I can around my age and and where I'm going and all these things. Yeah. I don't know what the future's going to hold for me. I don't know. Right. But you know what? I'm going to try to do whatever I can to make it feel good for me for as long as yeah. possible. It may work. It may not. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Right. I'm still right. going to stay on that road, you know, just keep moving Absolutely. forward. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I love that. Talk to us. Talk to us a little bit about when in your 50s, you said, and I actually can't even fathom this in my head, mm-hmm. you said that you, that you found yourself 
maybe as unhealthy or out of shape as yeah. as you you'd ever been. And I I don't know Mimi at that point, so like I, I all I see is dancing in your garage <laughs> version of you. So so t- tell us where, where you know what was that point when you were like you know what no I am going to make a yeah. shift in my health because this is the only thing these are the only hands I got the only arms I got the only legs yeah. I got the only hips and joints I got. So how yeah. am I you know wh- when what did that look like that shift for you because for me one of the things that you have have helped me with is I have. Some since I found you, I went back to the gym. I'm now playing pickleball every day. I'm running every day. I'm lifting weights. I'm doing these things. And so tell us wh- where that shift happened for you. Okay. That's amazing. And I play pickleball too. So someday, oh, right someday, some, someday we'll play together. Okay. Let's well, go. I play a little bit. Okay. okay. <laughs> so I think, you know, I've been active my whole life, kind of in and out of different kinds of things. Yeah. But in my fifties, I kind of reached my day nadir, my, my mid fifties. Mm. And yeah. so there is something called the U curve of happiness. It's research that's been looked at all really? over the, the, the world. And it's basically adults are happy in it, happiest in early adulthood and it kind of dives down and then it rises up again. And then you become happier as you get older. Yep. So the bottom is kind of around the forties and the fifties, right? The forties and the fifties, there's a lot of things going on. If you have children and your parents are around, you're part of, you know, that sandwich generation, you know what that's about. Yep. And, you know, again, if you have kids, there's a lot of things going on with that. If you have kids and you're working, there's all of that. And a lot of times you sort of let your physicality, that piece of it go by the wayside. There isn't time for it and all of those things. So I would say around 55 was the bottom of my you. And a lot of things happened that year. And so my mother passed away that spring. And uh, my daughter had graduated from high school that year. I had been working a lot and was pretty burnt out. And I was subsisting on sugar and caffeine, basically. Okay. Sugar and caffeine, breakfast, lunch, after dinner, eating out of that big Trader Joe's bucket of mini chocolate chip cookies at 1030 at night, (laughs) then getting back on the email. You know, that whole cycle uh, was going on and on and on. Yeah, I worked out on a Monday and a Thursday, and then I thought that was enough. And it wasn't, Mm. right? So I'd sit at my desk for hours. I wouldn't get up, wouldn't move throughout the day. And so I, I left all of that at that age and just, and, and I, I, I have a spouse, so I was privileged enough to be able to do that. And I just started taking care of myself in simple ways. I started huh. to cook at home, you know, instead of all the, the takeout and the frozen food and things like that. And uh, started getting back into just, you know, moving regularly throughout the day, you know, most days. And, and over time, I started to kind of just to dive into what it meant to be middle age, you know, mm. and that's when I kind of stumbled upon the subject of ageism, which I knew very little about, so yeah. little about, you know, and so I just, you know, reading and podcasts and all these things. And it's just like a light bulb moment, all of this coming together for me. And it's really interesting because once you know something about ageism, it's like having a brand new red car. So, you know, if you have a red car, you see red cars everywhere. So once you know a little (laughs) bit something about ageism, I'm like, oh, oh, wait a minute. You know, you see it sort of in these very 
they seem like really inconsequential places and ways. Mm -hmm. And suddenly you go, I can't believe that that store has this huge array of really ageist birthday cards and they're all acceptable and people give them to their friends and their family and ha ha. It's so funny. And it's like, okay, yeah, all right. They're funny, Uh but they're not, they're not helpful. (laughs) They're not helpful. And they, um, I think they poke fun and sort of, you know, it's it's, it's a super negative way and just kind of helps reinforce those, uh, negative stereotypes around getting older so you start to see that and then you'll start to hear people say things about themselves right around like 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 self-ageism self-directed ageism yeah yeah it's like oh i'm too old for this i can't do that because Uh of my age or and so you'll start to recognize those things so my my suggestion is you know start with the self-directed ageism and when those yeah. things just 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 stop, just stop and ask yourself, okay, well, you can't do that because of your age. Is that true? Is it really because mm-hmm. of your age? Like really mm-hmm. dive in, be honest, and think about the 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 true reasons. And again, yeah, age still matters, but let's right. not make that number one. It's maybe number eight. Because there's a lot of other things matter too. So why yeah. why make age the only thing, right? Yeah. I, I think to myself, I know a lot of people in their thirties that can't do a lot of things I'm doing because they're, they're not taking care of their bodies. Right. As opposed to, you know, I, me not take, it's the same thing. I cannot take care of my right. bodies when I'm 65 or right. 25. And, you know, obviously there are, there are things about youth. We, you know, we, we know this, but ageism, it may have been the first time I'd heard it too, actually, when I was on your Instagram page, kind of scrolling around. Yeah. And I did have to do some self reflection about like, well, how am I pouring into this too? Like, even as I was approaching 50, I think I'd even joked a couple, yeah, I'm going to be over the hill or, and I'm like, wait, what, what, what is this hill? What, what is the hill? You know, (laughs) why am I not still climbing? Like, 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 why am I not halfway up the hill? Right. And so I just was like, gosh, I've got to fix these. And something that you just said about, you know, the cards, things that, that people are like, think is light and fluffy and funny. I'm sitting here already thinking like, okay, Whitney, um, who's who's listening to this, I'm going to start a, a greeting card company, which is like pro aging, where it's like, you're 50 and oh my God, you're a badass. And and like here, you, or you're 70 and your dreams are just beginning. Like, where's the greeting card That's, that says that? You know There's what? Okay. I, I actually have a friend who has a company who does that. Yes. Yes. Okay, well, Whitney, cancel yes. my plans. Tell, what's the friend's name? Like, oh, that name, is amazing. Okay. Her name is Jan and the company is called Age Friendly vibes age friendly vibes and she makes really amazing messages they're super cool yeah yeah they're super cool yeah and so she so i mean a a few years ago i had uh joined an ageism just a group an anti it's not necessarily anti-ageism but just a group just to kind of understand and explore and discuss and and all these things. So she's in the group and that's how I met her. And she's out there, you know, fighting the big fight and, uh, you know, spreading the message and, and all of that. I love it. I mean, cause I hear, I hear you say that. And initially now that I'm 50, I'm like, uh, uh, nope, I'm sorry. We, we, we need, we need your friend. We need that. I love that. Okay. So we'll make sure to put her stuff in the show notes as well. All right. That is that, that's, that's super. What, what are you, 
what is Mimi dreaming about these days? What 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 is what what is fulfilling? You wake up and you're oh my gosh, I, I'm so excited about what what what's filling your dream bucket these days? Well, I'll tell you that um, when we were talking about just getting looser, and so yeah. one big shift for me is just to say yes more, just to say okay. yes more because I, that that just leads to places. I'm yeah. here with you right now, Carlos, <laughs> because I said yes. You know, mm. a while back to yep. to another pod and just people reaching out yep. and just, you know, having conversations, meeting people from all over the world um, and connecting with them. And so just say the yes is going to take me somewhere. I don't know where it's going to go. I don't know. I love it. And I think that's I the it. fun of it because there's so much out there that I had like no idea existed. Right. And I'm just learning more literally every yep. day. Yeah. So. It's yep. just, I don't know. Yeah. I just think yeah. everything's just, just wide open. Wide, wide open, open. dreamy. You're, you're wide just, open. you're just bathing in dreams on a daily <laughs> basis. Your, your, your yes is just, you're just like floating around in an ocean of, of dreams because your yes keeps taking, you know, there, there actually yeah. was, I got to find this. Maybe I could, there was somebody that did a YouTube video where he said, yeah, he said yes to every single thing he was asked for a year. So like, yeah. like literally like, like if somebody was like, Hey, you want to go to lunch? He's like, yeah. Yeah. Someone's like, Hey, would you like to do? He's like, yeah. So he said yes. And it was actually mind blowing his life that year. It was the richest, fullest experience. I'll have to, I'll have to dig around and see if I can put that in the show notes too. But you're right. Saying yes more, you know, don't, and I'm in agreement too. Like, I'm just like, like my daughter, she's like, Hey, I want to take you to the U S open immediately. So we went last night to the U S open. We went to see Coco immediately. All I thought was, I have so much stuff I have to do mm-hmm. yesterday and today that when she told me that she, she's like, surprise, Whitney cleared your calendar. I just thought, oh my God, I don't have time. Like, like I can't. And I was going to say, no, can we reschedule for something else? But you know what? I said, yes, we went yesterday. We saw Coco win. You know, we, we saw <laughs> Slovalinka win at the end. We were up till 1.30 a.m. in New York City. We had to wake up at 5.30 to fly back to Nashville. I'm beat down and exhausted, but man, was it not a dream, right? And so and yes so leads to dreams. worth it. Yes, so worth it. That's an experience. I mean, you and your daughter are going to talk about that. I know. Right? You know, we literally are. We, 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 we're going to talk about how the fact that for, we'll never, we never should have gotten there at noon. We should have waited till five because we sweated 47 <laughs> gallons of, of sweat in a hundred degree yeah, heat I heard watching it's really people hot we there. don't know play doubles. <laughs> no, it was hot. It was hot. Um, but, but we had a good time. What, tell, tell me this. What, what, what do, uh, like, like your, your daughter or your mm-hmm. family, like what do they think about, about like Mimi, the influencer, the, uh, the one that's out there doing the thing. Okay. I don't like, in my family and my friends, nobody's doing anything like this. So it's like a big question mark to them, right? So I, don't, I mean, I guess of anybody, my daughter sort of understands it the most, yeah. right? If I yeah. if I want, because I, I don't really have someone to bounce ideas off of. It's like, hmm, I don't yeah. know about this. I'm not sure, you know, will you look right. at it? She's kind of the person I'll, yeah. I'll bounce ideas off of. But everybody else, no. No, like, not even not, th- not even like wh- whatever. I mean, I know you've got a phone and sometimes you talk to it, but right. besides it's like, that, oh, like, you know, I'm yeah. not really on Instagram. Oh, it's like, <laughs> that's on school, school, but no, but I've met, I've certainly met people in the Instagram world, right? Yes. Especially in the middle age yes. space. There's a yes. lot of very active people out there who are doing their thing oh, and and spreading their messages. And uh, it's it a, is. it's a really fun space. You know, it's very yeah. robust. It's loud. 
getting loud, Carlos. It's getting loud. Yeah, yeah. It, it is. I, we you need know, it. I, I think that I, I do. I, I think of, you know, I'm like, okay, I'm 50. Yeah. I, my Basically my full-time job is Instagram, right? Like, like it's like my, mm. and so I'm like, I'm like, it's not like I'm going to be like 60 and be like, ah, oh, okay, I'm, I'm retiring. Like, no, I'm going to keep like making things and keep yes. inspiring people. And there is going to be a, there's this growing movement of Gen X and, and you know, that, that is, that is, is growing into, I, you know, it's 80 years old when I turn 80 and you're 90, like, it's going to look a lot different. I think it is going to look yeah. a lot different. I think we're going to be busting stereotypes and, you know, having more fun maybe yeah. than generations before. And I'm here for it. Well, I think that, again, I think there, I do draw in some attention because it's surprising, right? Some of what yeah. I do is, is yeah. just kind of a surprise. So, you know, years from now, that's not going to be a surprise anymore. Right. And I'm just not going to be special. And that's what <laughs> I'm hoping that's really you'll still be special because you'll be the og okay well yes thank you very much but as years (laughs) go down it's not going to be super special that we're going to be seeing you know people just continuing to live their lives the way they want to live their lives and what's best for them whether it's you know physical or not right it's just like let's yeah let's accept the aging process yes because i mean you you hear it all the time right aging is a gift and that's yep. why I say like ageism is such a strange, it's such a strange issue because it's kind of happened to you. Right. Right. You're sending. So if you're sort of um, kind of perpetuating these stereotypes and, you know, and the, and the negativity and all that, it's like you're sort of planting, you know, the seeds are planted, but you're kind of continuing yes. to water them for yourself in your future. That's why it's just, it's kind of mind boggling. It does you no good, right? To right. kind of fall into those traps because yeah. before you know it, you'll be part of that. And then you're going to yep. start to scratch your head and go, wow, wow. <laughs> right. And that's why every single person. Yep. That's right. That's why we need to, you know, be shifting this for everybody. Yeah. Whatever age yeah. you are, it's going to affect you. Is hiring a challenge? Yeah. Do you love a challenge? Of course. Yeah. You need a hiring partner that can help you rise to the challenge. Guess what? You need Indeed. Indeed is the hiring platform where you can attract, interview, and hire all in one place. So instead of spending hours on all these job sites, just typing in like, what is it that I need? Here's the job description. I can't figure it out. I can't find the people. Haya can help you do it all. Okay. Haya has streamlined hiring with powerful tools that find you matched candidates. One of the cool things that I love about it is they've got instant match. Okay. Over 80% of employers get quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match their job description. Watch this. The moment they sponsor a job. That's right. According to Indeed data here in the United States. Now, I want to let you know something. You can hop on there right now and begin to even dream about what is the next part of my business that I need. One of the things that I love to do is just kind of hop around on there and think, you know what? Maybe this could be something, a role that I need filled. So not only can you find somebody, but you can dream about that ideal candidate as well. Even better, Indeed is the only job site where you only pay for applications that meet your must-have requirements. Start hiring now with a $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at indeed.com slash human hope. 
Offer good for a limited time. Claim your $75 job credit now at Indeed.com slash Human Hope. Just go to Indeed.com slash Human Hope and support the show by saying you heard about it on this podcast. Indeed.com slash Human Hope. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. You say you're, you're old or you're future old? Yeah, you're old or you're future old. If you're lucky, if you're lucky, right? Yes, if not, you're lucky. That's right. Not that, everyone that not it. everyone gets there. Yep. Not everyone yep. gets I'm there. Like, I had somebody make fun of me and they were being mm-hmm. funny the other day for being, you know, turning 50. Yeah. And I thought to, and they you know, they're 20 years younger than me and I thought to myself, I made it here, bro. Like you're <laughs> you may not even make it here. So, so I, you need to be giving me a high five, not making fun of me. Cause like, I'm already here, bro. So you got 20 more years you got to pull off before you get to this. Right. Cause, and again, I'm waking, I'm waking up every day and I, I am like, this has been the best birthday for me. And I, and I'm, I won't lie at 48. I was, I was terrified of 50, but now that I'm here and I think yeah. I've, I've got a healthy point of view and I have yeah. people like you speaking into the world and I can listen to, I'm like, no way. This is amazing. Like I've got another day, like, let's go, you know? Yeah. So but I, you're know, for, just, you're, I just want to say thank you. Yeah. Well, okay. That's really, that's so nice of you, but you're 48. That wasn't your fault. You know? Sure. It's not your fault. So when we yeah. feel bad about yeah. it, we have these beliefs about it. It's, it's not really our fault. And so it's, it's just like, let's, let's get the message out there that, because now here you are at 50 for real, yeah. for real, you're in it. I mean, and you're seeing that all those beliefs you had were not true. It's not so interesting. Yeah. It is so interesting. I am, uh, I'm 50 and I've just figured out what I want to do with my life. So this is amazing. You know, like I, anyway, I, I just, I just have all these questions. I got another one really quick. Okay. Like when I watch you dance, yeah. I think to myself, has she always been able to dance like that? Like, were you dancing? Like, were you hip hop dancing in the eighties? And we just don't know. I it. was. I you was. Were. I knew it. I was. I was. I like, was. Oh, this girl's got yeah. skills. So okay. So I always thought when I was younger, oh, to be a dancer, I oh, you got to take all uh-huh. the lessons, you got to take all the classes, yeah. and all that. When I was yeah. young, you know, I was able to manage, you know, one class, one class a week when I was young. You know, three kids in the family. Okay. We didn't. You know, but yep. I was always envious of the kids like, oh, they get to take all the classes, you know, but yeah. I, you know, when, when I was younger in high school, I was a cheerleader in high school. So I think okay. doing yep. that, I was able to sort of learn choreography. And then in my twenties, uh-huh. I had, I was living in the, in the Bay area. That's where I'm from. And I learned how to do hip hop at Gold's Gym in Oakland with this no amazing teacher. Her name's Yvonne Caldwell. I think she's still around. And that was like, that was my favorite thing in the world to do. And it was really interesting because it was sort of at this upstairs platform in the gym. It was in this older building. And I'm not even joking. I thought we were going to bust that whole floor down. I (laughs) I thought we were going to break it and the thing was just going to fall and all the weightlifters underneath us. I mean, it was so much fun. So I did hip hop there for years. And then I... um, in, you know, in college and stuff, I'd take jazz classes, but I never felt like I was a dancer. I would never say I was a dancer because it just felt like you needed, you know, all the formal training and all that. And then when my daughter was young and she started to do ballet as a kid, um, you know, there was a, an adult class in the class next door. It's like, okay, yeah, I'll try that. I'll try that. Hardest thing I'd ever done in my life. Oh, wow. Completely and just mortified. It didn't know what I was doing. It was, it was just, you know, my body was sore and I'm trying to follow all these other 
people yeah. who know what they're doing. I don't know what I'm doing, but I came back and I did it yep. again and again. And I, I did it for 10 years and met some really great friends through that. Oh, and then um, I started having like some trouble with my, you know, my feet and my ankles and my knees from that. So uh, on a complete and total fluke, I tried this boxing class. Complete and total fluke. Huh. Not for me. Had never done a push-up. Had never done a burpee. Had never like yeah. gone down into one of those sweaty basement gyms and you know totally. but, and so i meet my coach leon who's now at GloveWorks. Uh -huh. he's got like biceps as big as my head i'm so intimidated <laughs> what am i doing here and i try it uh -huh. that was the hardest thing i had ever done oh, physically wow. ever and i look over to all the women in the ring punching and doing combos and hitting hard and i thought yeah. I want to do that. I'm yes. coming back and I'm going to do that. And so I came back again and again, again, hardest thing I'd ever done. Wow. Terrible technique. I didn't know what I was doing, but I came back. Right. And so I've been doing that for 10 years now. And so lesson wow. in that to everyone is I say there's joy in being a beginner, be a mm. beginner. And I know yes. there are people out there, especially once you you reach middle age, they kind of feel like, well, you know, I've always been good at this. I've always been good at that. I can't, you know, right. what if I'm not good at that? What are people going to yep. think if I do that? It's like, well, if you're a beginner, you're supposed to be bad at it. So that's mm. the perfect time to do it. The expectation that's isn't it. there. So I that's say, right. do it because, you know, walk in. That's the first thing I did when I walked into that class. I came in, I said, hey, hi, my name's Mimi. <laughs> Never done this before. Total beginner. Don't know what to do. Can you help me? And people oh, will help wow. you. Oh, they love to help. People love, People are helpers. People love to people help. People are helpers. Be a they beginner. There's joy in being a beginner. Be a beginner. I love that. Yeah. I love that. Well, listen, I, I, I hope that the thousands of people that are listening to this become beginner um, Mimi fans. They're, they're all going to be a beginner today. They're, they're just jumping on and you, you're literally incredible. You're just your gift, your gift. And so I, I appreciate it. And honestly, like selfishly, I just look forward to a continued friendship with you, but more than, more than anything, I really appreciate everything that you, uh, have, have given today of yourself to allow people that again, if they're 20, 30, 40, that, that they're like, you know what? This it's gonna be. It's not only gonna be okay. It's gonna. This is freaking amazing. This is gonna be awesome. I can't wait. So, Carlos, let's let's thank the algorithm for letting um, it find yes. you. Find <laughs> like what a yes. blessing that we were able to connect just on a fluke, just yes. on a whim, just by accident, whatever it is. So I'm so glad yep. that happened and that we connected. I remember I already knew who you were. <laughs> it already uh, been part I know, of the Insta familia. <laughs> I know you're already there. But I mean, I just think the takeaway here is we're a little bit in a battle because there are mm. all these beliefs about what aging represents and what it means and yeah. the expectations and all that. You will find as you get older that most of those are not going to be true. Yep. Seek out people who are older than you. Get into their universe. See what they're doing. Yes. You know, kind of absorb that. See what the real real is out there. Because what yes. you're seeing in whatever, the movies and TV and marketing and all yep. this stuff, you know, we didn't even talk about invisibility. That's like a whole nother right. conversation when you yeah. just Well, start, I guess you're going to have to come back. Well, you start to not see yourself, right? You start uh -huh. to not see yourself. But, you know. It's true. It, it's true. And totally true. Like, you, you it, it's a really strange 
phenomenon when suddenly it is everything out there just looks very, very young. Now, I wrote about this because I grew up as an Asian kid in the 70s. So I understand what mm. invisibility is. I'm kind of used to it. Yeah. So, you know. Absolutely. And and also, you know, my, my it's so funny that you said that because my mom last week as we were talking, I can't remember what it was, but she, she, I, I'd, I'd hit, I touched a pain point that I had not heard from her mouth where she said, I just am starting to feel invisible. And like, oh, like wow. my, she literally said that, like yeah. the words came out. She's never said, I don't even know if she said the word invisible to me in her entire life. And that came out of her mouth at 70, she's 73 and, uh, 72. And I just like, I, I gasped because I'm like, okay, here, here, here's here's the deal. Mm-hmm. It is now. It, it's not my role, my job now to just tell her she's not invisible. Mm-hmm. It, it is my it, like. I thought I was doing enough, but now it is my role to make sure she f- doesn't feel invisible, yeah. right? And so, how many, how many, how many of us have aging parents that are, you know, or people that we know that honestly, true, truly do feel invisible? And yeah. you know, it's not just going to take a podcast with you and I talking about that. You're not invisible. You're a warrior. You know, you can do it. You know, some people are going to need us to come in and right. kind of lift them up too. So, you know, if you yeah. have people in your life that feel invisible, you know, you know what, you've got the literally the solution to help them not be invisible, your eyeballs. So go yeah. go see them, right? I love that. I love that. <laughs> so good. Well, friend, thank you so much for hanging out with us here at Human Hope. And, th- and I've, I just made the decision. This isn't, this is only the first time you're going to be on the podcast. You're going to be on again. And okay, let's jump go. In, jump on the <laughs> Mimi train. Let's go. I'm pumped. <laughs> so good. Thank you, friend. Thank you. Oh, my Mimi. (laughs) Holy cow. Can I just please listen to that 20 more times? What I love, you know, Mimi's content isn't just for her generation. It's for my generation. It's for the younger generation. And she's just a great picture for people to start dreaming again. You know, one, one of the things I love that she said is, you know, there, there's a certain point in life where you realize that the runway in front of you, okay, is shorter than the runway behind you. And it should shift things in your life. It should shift the way you think. It should shift the way you act. It just was so good. You know, one of the things that I loved that we leaned into is some of the things that we realized were not true about getting older. Like believing you're running out of time. Everything was going to go downhill when she turned 50. Age does matter. We're not saying it doesn't, but it's not the limiting factor. Thank you, Mimi. It, it's so, so, so inspiring. I'm, I'm, I'm just freaking pumped. And I think you guys are too. I'm just grateful. We're gonna have her back on. There's a thousand more things I want to talk about. And maybe, maybe I'll start hip hop dancing and boxing because of you, Mimi. I am just grateful. I'm grateful. Well, friends, gosh, I, I am so in my feels right now. I want to bust through a wall and I want, I want, I'm, I'm all, you know, I haven't stopped dreaming. I've definitely been dreaming. I got a lot of dreams, but I think sometimes I've got like a cap on my dreams. I, I think to myself, oh, you know what? I got to, I, I actually have been saying this. I've been saying, you know what? I'm in my, I'm in my Craig Rochelle, Andy Stanley decade, the decade that they were the most influential in their lives and careers or whatever. 
which is just a joke because I think, oh, I got 10 years and then I'm done. I'm done influencing. I'm done dreaming. No, Mimi taught us that is not the case today. Mimi, give me some of that. Mimi, you know what you want? You, you're making me want to do? <laughs> it's some Dr. Delight. Hey, hey, men, women, and grandparents. Men, women, men, women, and grannies. Hope is in the building. Come on now. Let's go. Y'all, this, this, you know, you're even ready for next week. Y'all ain't even ready. You thought this was inspiring. <laughs> I mean, next week I have on the podcast a man that single handedly changed the current season of my life because of the life that he has lived already. You're not ready. You're going to want it. So just make sure that you hit subscribe, follow, whatever you need to do on the podcast so that you get it next week. Tell all your friends, guys, let's double the amount of subscribers on this podcast. Everybody tell your mama, your grandmother, your your auntie, your chickens, your dogs, your cats, your pets. Everybody listen to the podcast. This is Human Hope with Godless and Legal with Gibbs Man Chibokabeo. And I'll see you next week. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, hey. Oh, if you're on YouTube right now, you're seeing something special.